0: Thank you.
1: 2019, What's Good Games Live. Good uh, thing my porn is not on my computer.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello. Where do you keep it? Not on this computer. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably safer.
0: Hi, <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody. I'm Andrea Renee, joined by Miss Brittany Brombacher. Hello. Yeah, Jared. Hype man. And Miss Christine Simer. Hello. Yay. This is a very special episode of What's Good Games Live, as I've mentioned. Thank you so much for coming out to our panel here in the Hydra Theater at PAX West. Hopefully you guys have been having a really fun weekend. Who's drunk right now?
2: Uh, That's what I like to
0: see. fans. You guys are like working on it. We are. You're, we're working on are just it. on stage one. Exactly. Well, I, I, did the, I did the day drinking thing, and then I took a break. No, no. you got to keep going. I know, right? Oh, you, you took a my, break. Yeah. I know. I, I can't, can't do that. You guys I'm can't, s- can't oh, do that. Gosh, I, I had, know, like, I'm an sorry.
3: alcohol-filled Swedish fish, and it was surprisingly good. What? Now everyone wants to know where to get this Swedish fish. I mean, it's far. It's across, well, one of the waterways, because Seattle has a lot of them. But I think closer towards the college, there's a bar.
0: Called the- can you just people? Google drunk Swedish fish and maybe you'll find it. Or
3: you could just soak <laughs> your own Swedish fish
0: in alcohol and eat them. That could be it too. So we're here to talk about Pax West and what we've been playing. We're going to be bringing our special guest Jared Petty up in just a little bit. Ooh. Yes, yeah, you can talk to Jared. Jared's great. Um, but we wanted to first talk, uh, start talking stop. about stop. Uh. no, no stalking. <laughs> bad. Um, about what we've been doing here at PAX. So, uh, how many people came to the event on Friday? Yes, excellent. That's not as many hands as I would have thought. What, what were the rest of you doing on yeah. Friday night? Probably For like years. having fun.
2: Oh, what? <laughs> our party
0: was amazing. Our party was great. Given <laughs> in their
1: own that. way. Maybe they wanted like a bubble bath. I took a bubble bath later. So did I. We needed to because we sweated our balls off that whole night, dude. It's true. We were all, <laughs> all sweaty, a
0: sweaty mess by the end of it. So, But we had a great time and we want to give a big thank you to Square Enix and the Life is Strange team for yes. sponsoring the event. Um, yeah, absolutely. They've been our partner for three years running now and we love working with them and it was so great to meet some of the team from Don't Nod that we haven't got to meet before and of course the voice actors that play Sean and Daniel in the series if you guys haven't played it yet. This season is really awesome. It's just so- different than the first season uh, we've decided to wait until after episode five to do a full spoiler cast just because of the gap between the seasons this year sh- or the episodes this year so if you guys were wondering that's what the plan is uh who listened to the fire emblem spoiler cast on the show from friday anybody oh hell yeah, a, couple. Few, yeah
3: okay. a few okay. okay everyone else is like we're not done with the game yet we gotta wait <laughs> i mean yeah it's true we won't um, spoil anything. This guy looks scared. It's fine. Don't, don't worry. worry. No, there will be no <laughs> fire emblem talking <to laughs> on the panel today. Um, so, Steimer, what are some of the um, cool stuff that you've been doing at PAX West? Um, well, first of all, not working as hard, and it's been great.
0: You know what? I'm so glad that you get a break. Starmer works really hard, you guys. She's got a full, like, big girl day job, and she still does everything for what's good with us. So um, I'm glad that you got to just not work the event this time. Yeah, that was really nice. Um, But then we got to play Avengers. Oh, yeah. So Friday, that was one of the first games all three of us played. Yeah, I don't have assets for that, sadly. So after Gamescom about America's ass... Exactly. I mean, and we get to see it on display in this demo, too. So, Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics, of course, are making Marvel's Avengers. They released the, like, 20-ish minutes, maybe 19-ish minutes gameplay from Gamescom. Has anybody seen it? A couple people? So, it's it's a really cool like kind of a little slice of each of the heroes. This that's a pretty much what we got to see behind
1: closed doors at E3. So yeah. was that the actual tutorial cuz we got was the tutorial.
0: That's what
3: they said it's the tutorial, yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so essentially what you guys saw if you did watch the video is going to be like the intro to the game. Mm. So we got hands on. Who was your favorite superhero?
1: Hulk. Oh, my God. You're Hulk fave? is really bouncy. It's mean, is that surprising? I'm a tank. Like, I like to just break shit. No, it's so great when you grab the humans and you're, like, flinging them around everywhere. Oh, it feels so good. The jump feels really
0: fun for him, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, traversing through through the level, like, he just feels like he moves so quickly.
3: Yes, which was nice, because usually if you are playing a large tank, like... Britt likes to you yeah. move really slow. I like to be the big voice. like, mur, mur, mur. But instead you were like, whee! Is that what I sound like?
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yes. I mean, come on. You know you like to grunt. I do. Oh, she shit, does whiskey whiskey like to grind whiskey. Um, I also didn't say hi to everybody watching on Twitch. Hi, everybody.
1: Um, John Killam- Drake with the wine for wine. Snacker? Wait, maybe. I'll do Weimer. We'll see. Wow, what? John Drake, everybody. John He's always Drake. saying Like, just
0: bring a glass. And instead, because he is the
1: bomb, he brings a whole bottle. Um, those of you listening, well, all right, Andrea yeah. and I have a nice <laughs> bottle of Blinking Owl Bourbon from our good friend Miseo. It yeah,
3: it's fine. of a salt snake because this owl is not blinking; it is winking. What? And there is a difference. I
1: don't know, anyway, so now. <laughs> <laughs> and we got baby girl some wine so she can drink like, like that Um So Steimer, who was your favorite hero to play in the demo? Um, I think Hulk was really fun, but I also really liked
3: Thor because uh, you fave can too. just like rain down lightning, and that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And, ooh, ooh, woo! Uh, Man down. He he just feels really powerful in a very nice way. What I think was really cool about Thor is. Um, if you
0: guys watched the Avengers showcase that I hosted at E3 in the Coliseum, we got to bring up Vince, who is the combat director, lead combat designer. I'm definitely getting his title wrong. Um, at Crystal Dynamics, and they kind of like plucked him from the Sony Santa Monica team. He was the one who designed the Leviathan gameplay Ooh. in God of War, which obviously felt a lot like Mueller mm-hmm. Would you would mm-hmm. think would feel, was really satisfying to play mm-hmm. with. So that that... That really satisfying mm-hmm. gameplay that you had with the the act got people bored. with a hammer. That's that's Thor, one hundred percent. It felt amazing. It felt great. Um, what I was kind of missing from the demo, which I think we're probably gonna see later in the game, is his ability to take to the skies. Right. So I focused most of my gameplay on like. Uh, Uh, more of like a hack-and-slash kind of a thing. Like, maybe brawler is the better word there, of Mm. um, hand-to-hand combat with Thor with the hammer on the ground. Sure. But you do... We did get to see his, like, lightning strike ability, which was super cool, Um, because each of the heroes has a super ability. Obviously, they are superheroes. And so I thought he was
1: super fun. Um, I I, also really like Black Widow. I have a question. I think I'm going to know the answer to the first one. How many of you are fans of the Avengers? Okay. All right. I mean, obviously, how many of you are excited for this upcoming game. Oh, Do you that, see? Mm,
3: mm, mm. Oh. This is what I'm talking
1: about. <laughs> see, he's, he's outright shaking his head yeah. like, so, like I'm mad about it. Is a okay. lot of people I've talked to, I've said like, oh, I played the
3: Avengers and I'm so stoked about it. And like, well, how was it? It was it was it Well, bad? here's what I'll say. The, the intro they gave to the world, she was not so great. Boy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't, sorry. I'll drink my wine. Go it's ahead. Okay, Just drink
1: your wine, baby girl. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so I don't, I don't have like a horse in this race in the sense that I'm not the biggest superhero fan. So for me, I feel like I'm the one that I should have to hard sell this, right? But I'm, I'm finding myself like, oh, I'm really into it. It's kind of like with me and Spider Man. I wasn't even sure how I was going to like Spider Man. Obviously, ended up loving it. But with this, with Avengers, I'm stoked about. And after playing it, I'm sold. But it's hard for me to sell that on big superhero Avengers fans is what I found. Yeah, probably because it's a franchise like if it was Resident Evil when the new Resident Evil whatever the hell is going to be outbreak something 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 I'm very like apprehensive. i like mm, this could be good, but that's because I care about the franchise so much
0: I think a lot of the worry that I've heard from people that I've discussed it with of course is outright Visually, they look very different than the iconic faces. We've gotten to know from the many years of the mcu right mm-hmm. and I talked at length with Crystal Dynamics about their choice to not use those faces. Well, and, they have to. Right? Well, not only that, but like that's a separate storyline. Mm-hmm. So, like if they were to use those characters, like you know Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, like they would have to follow. Those storylines, otherwise, it wouldn't make sense why her Black Widow is over here in this game doing this other thing. So, I absolutely understand why they needed to create their own visual representations using this fantastic cast of actors that are uh, behind the the lead characters in the game. But I get that that kind of dissonance might take a little bit for people to get used to. I did think they looked pretty good in the demo we saw, which was still pre alpha, because obviously The Gate isn't out until
1: 2020.
0: It looks good. The gameplay. I mean, it felt really fun. Yeah, I'm excited it, to
1: see more. A lot of people are like. Is it like Uncharted? It looks just like Uncharted. Is it super linear? It's like. Well, what they told us, you know, behind the scenes was it, it will open up, but in what fashion, we really haven't seen that yet.
3: Yeah, yeah hold I on here. the only thing anyone's ever seen so far is one a not so great trailer for public. <laughs> like the very intro trailer, I was like what is this? And then when they finally they showed us behind closed doors, and I was like, ah, okay, I understand. Maybe you should show this to everyone. And then like three months later, they did. Um, but that's also still just <laughs> the tutorial. So there's a lot um, lying under the surface of this game that we do not know. But I will say that I think it looks interesting, and I'm excited to see what new stories they're able to tell with these characters that we all know.
0: Yeah, they did give us a little bit of a briefing afterwards. Uh, where they ran down like how the missions are going to work. So there's going to be two kinds of missions. There's going to be hero missions, which are going to be like handcrafted narrative experiences. Like critical you, path stuff. So. Where you play as the designated hero for that mission. And then there's going to be the war zone missions that can be played at any time with any hero. And those are going to be the co-op missions. Um, those are going to have individual objectives, activities, and other types of gameplay kind of baked into them.
3: But you can also play by yourself.
0: You can, yeah. You, you can do the whole game solo if you want to, but obviously those missions are designed for co-op because you are the Avengers. It's a team. Um, but you can go solo if you want to.
3: I'm just saying, some people don't like playing with other people, and that's totally fine. It's true. Sometimes
0: I don't. Sometimes yeah. you just want to, you know, be by yourself.
3: Uh-huh. All by myself. <laughs> Next.
0: Next. Um, <laughs> So there's going to be a lot of cool things. Yeah, we want to move on to another game. But they did talk to us about customization, which is cosmetic only. <gasps> None Ooh. of the customizations and cosmetics will impact gameplay in any way. They keep talking about we're pulling from 80 years of Marvel history. We want to really bring in some of these cool costumes. And they gave us a couple flashes of some of the costumes Hulk, that are going to be in the game.
3: In the pinstripe suit. I think his name is Mr. Fix-It. Right? Yeah. yeah. So they, gave, they showed he us. He looks like that Mr. Mr.
1: X, though, from Resident Evil 2. That's he the
0: problem. It doesn't does. matter. Yeah. It's amazing. The pinstripes. Um so I thought that was really cool. They kind of gave us a glimpse of what that's going to look like and then they talked about gear and how you can choose your difficulty level for each of those Warzone missions and that'll change the rarity of the gear that drops for you with your standard like RPG rarity like legendary, epic, etc. And then um, each hero is going to have their individual skill tree so that's tailored to that hero that you can then socket points in. So it seems like there's going to be like a lot of progression I was of things surprised happening in the game. By
1: the depth of the RPG mechanics in this game. Yeah, real good. Yeah. But anyway,
0: I was, I was glad that I finally got to get hands on with it and I'm more excited now and hopefully you guys will be able to get to play maybe at a, another conference or something. I did ask them, I was like, why didn't you put this out on the floor? And they're like, it's too early. It's kind of broken still. And I was like, I get it. Yeah. But it was cool. So next game, cause we have a lot to talk about here. Right. Um, where do you guys want to go? Do you want to talk final fantasy? Do you want to talk garden story? Do you want to talk disintegration maybe? I mean, you you played Final Fantasy.
3: What? Yeah, I'd I'd love d- to hear I, what I, I did play Final Fantasy. You were with me. You're the only reason I got in that building. No, okay, let's um, see when I got here.
1: <laughs> so here's the thing I couldn't find current
3: assets. Wait, wait what's, cool? what's happening?
1: So, this is what we're going to play while you talk about Final Fantasy repeated over and over. Just it. Is it old? Yeah, it literally says oh, "old" on it.
3: Oh, I find Final fantasy Amazing! <laughs> look at the graphics, so good. If you're listening to this only, I'm so sorry, but look at the hair—it's so polygonal. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> it's so old. I know! Uh-oh. Look at his oh, look at hair. hot hair. Okay, All so right. what'd you think? I really liked it. Um, number one, it is really beautiful, but graphics aside, I thought the combat was really fun. It was nice to have a little bit of action mixed in with being able to pause and then be like, okay, you do this, you do this, go tactical. Remind me of like, uh, like Dragon Age when you get to pause and then send everybody on their merry way. Blow everything up. So
1: I played this demo at E3 and so I I knew, and when I played it at E3 for the first time, I literally got goosebumps, because when you get in the make or react, you hear the music, start going, and you're like, oh my god, it's happening. And I didn't expect to have that same reaction the second time around, but I, oh, hello advertisement, I definitely did. And the second time around, like what I said during E3 is the combat just <laughs> feels <pretty laughs> freaking Like, you don't probably need to replay it again, but I mean, yes, ahead. we do. No one's going to complain about <laughs> Final Fantasy VII again. have whole how good time. it is. <laughs> no, but yeah, it, it was the same exact demo, so it wasn't anything new, but still, did anyone else get to play it? On the floor, yeah, yeah. Did you Did love it. it? You got a consensus yeah. is good. Thumbs up, thumbs down. You like, you Double like it. Thumbs yeah. up from everybody.
0: Like oh, we got it's a single thumbs up, but maybe because he's just, you know, leaning. Okay, being cool, cool, cool. Well, cool. That's yeah, that's it. About no, I mean we've talked about we've talked about the demo before on yeah. the show. It looks good. It was one of our you know top games from E3 this year, and I think everyone's just you know awaiting release next year, 2020. So
3: we'll yeah. see. Awesome. 2020 <laughs> or beyond. Thank you,
1: Jared Petty. I like you're laughing at everything uh, I'm saying, and I love you for it. Uh, do you have another asset that you would like to share? Yeah, I want to talk about a game called Infliction. Okay. No, I don't want to see this. Yeah, if you guys are little bitches like Sam, you're not going to want to watch this. It's oh, really scary. Oh, the shade. I don't mind. It's okay, true. so here's the summary of Infliction. Infliction is an interactive nightmare, a journey into the no. dark secrets of a I'm fractured not- home, <laughs> <laughs> wander through the heartbreaking remnants of a once-happy family, piercing to piecing together clues and trying to atone for past sins all the while a force dogs down your footsteps seeking violent retribution. So it's totally my kind of game. So this came out on Steam last year and now they're bringing it to PS4, Xbox and Switch. And what I love about it, it's kind of oh, like look at the pretty horse. Oh just you wait, girl. <laughs> just you wait. And so like as you can see if you're just listening what you can do is you walk. It's a walking sim and you can pick up items there's puzzles to solve and it's my kind of horror i'm talking like weird like twitchy like ghost ladies like walking down the hallway and like making like the uh noises like from the grudge and shit Ooh, like that yeah. was, oh like, it was that so was a nice good burp
3: but it wasn't yeah, it wasn't it a burp. like a burp it's <laughs> <And, laughs> monster
1: noise and there's like a satanic like summoning circle and so i got to play this and the demo itself was only maybe 10 minutes but it's like you know you wake every up
3: every freaking horror game has an elevator like this so i don't understand it they're always like the cagey elevators. The they got to load of here. the feet. Yeah, look at, oh, look at yes. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so good. She was like banging yeah, her head. No, go back in there. No, was don't it, crawl no. on the ceiling. But why? But why? No. Uh, no. no. <laughs> So, yeah, this is a,
1: it's, I know everyone, it's great. Trust me. It's great. If you're not watching it, trust me. Just trust If you're not uh, watching it. Uh, anyhow. Anyway, yeah, so it's it. like you wake up, you know, and like there's puzzles to solve. There's doors to open. There's documents to read. You got to figure out what happened to this family. It's muted right now. I mean, but nothing good. Well, clearly. <laughs> That's why they have me to solve it. I know you'll never play this with me. You'll never play this with me. Maybe we can do I a lights off. You. If we do a lights, lights off, off,
3: I'll do it. That's the only time. Would you really? Yeah. <sighs>
1: I play the other games. Who wants more lights off, right?
0: <laughs> right. We gotta bring that back. We and bought this baller infrared camera specifically for that series, and I oh even no, have that an the lady? infrared blaster.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's as the our lady spotlight.
3: Who's now very dead? We tonight. just got. We just got to
1: do it. She's very dead. But anyway, it's totally a break game, and I was swearing and sweating and jumping around in my seat during if the demo. If you're
3: sweating, it's a good horror game.
1: No, it did. No, and this is how I know it's a good game. I was sweating, but my eyes water when I get like legitimate scared, and they were watering while I was playing in the game but were you still looking you. okay yeah. amazing yeah
0: cool um while you get another asset ready let's talk about round guard oh so, yeah that was so cute we don't unfortunately nothing. have we were trying to get on the internet so we could get this pulled up for you but we couldn't find the asset because we're this is to, the only the asset we have um i'll we're make you an asset to microsoft paint it perfect uh this is awesome this so, is our asset imagine first a peggle board Peggle style board, lots of mini pegs. You with me? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows what Peggle is. Yeah, it's yes. great. Again. Okay, cool. Oh, your MS painting this, is so a it's movie. technically oh, wait, that's They're good. dubbing it a Peggle Rogue Light. No, it's not. Good. But I think it's more Peggle Rogue Light, which I'm actually very excited about because Rogue Lights and not really get along. Copyright Andrea Renee. <laughs> oh, I didn't make that term up. I know, just... But when they originally reached out to me, I was like, "You had me at Peggle," because I miss Peggle. I loved Peggle. I played so much Peggle, and I've just been waiting for them to make Peggle 3, but they haven't yet. And so, this is from a really small team. It's in fact only two people, and they're called Wonderbelly Games. It's, uh, we met the designer today, um, Andrea Roberts. We were Andrea name buddies, it was really cool. So, she's the artist and the designer, and the programmer's named um, Kurt Lloydell. And what is shut up! I don't, I don't know, know what it's doing. So imagine a peggle board, but instead of it just being, you know, like the little um, dots on the screen, um, they're like sometimes um, intermixed with little characters, little and enemies. I don't know why there's a shield. Um, little it's enemies. a round thing she that's guarding. Seen this game? She doesn't know. So there's when we saw the game. There's three characters that you can choose from.
3: I played the mage. I played the rogue. And Which they is, a, they each have special abilities, too. So, obviously, like in Peggle, you just kind of fire off your your little ball and boopity-boop, boop, boop, yep. boop, boop. Uh, <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that. Um, but in this one, you are a character that you're firing off, and so, therefore, each one has a special move. So, Oops. I don't remember what, your, yours was lightning, but, um, so you can fire off, and then once you get down, you hit... Uh, well, one of the buttons. The X was what it was on Xbox. but And then you have the option on mine. It was a double jump. So I got to fire myself. Like, it was basically pause time. And then I could redirect where I was going to go and refire. There was one of the Peggle
0: characters that was their special. I don't remember which one it was. But, um, yeah, so each of the characters has a different set of abilities. And where the roguelite parts come in is essentially you're doing a dungeon run through these levels. They said there's 45 levels down into the dungeon. This and that my- every 15... 15- Here's why this is amazing. About. This is
3: like a weird police report thing where like, the person wasn't there. And so you're just like, it's called this. And they're like, great, I got it. Here. <laughs> and it's not even close. <laughs> that's
0: that's accurate. Um, and so the idea is that there's a mini boss at each of the or not a mini yeah, a mini boss at each 15 levels down, and then there's uh, smaller enemies within each level. And once you, if you die, you have to start the whole dungeon over again. That's where the roguelike part comes through. Mm. And I said to her, I go, this game is so fun, and that makes me so sad. Mm. I don't want to start over. And she's like, don't worry, the whole run, if you do it start to finish, should take around 90 minutes. Plus, and I, I was, don't... Oh, sorry, I thought you were No, fine. it's okay. I was like, okay, so that's not super egregious if you die, that you're losing, like, hours of progress. But w- we were talking about Spelunky and how hard kind of punishing Spelunky is. She's like, it's not like that. <laughs> and I was like, cool. Then I'm very excited
3: to play this game. But not only that, I think even if you, I mean, you think of like a peggle, like you're constantly playing similar stuff. So I don't feel like it feels that bad to so have to go all the way back through it. Because you're like, oh, well, wanna... ding ding Yeah. <laughs>
0: It was super cute, and the sprite and animation work was really If need me for sound effects, let
3: them know that I'm available.
0: <laughs> we will reach out to my name buddy, Andrea, and see if she wants your services. Um, but if you guys are going to be at PAX for another day, um, it's in the Indie Mega Booth, and it's Wonderbelly Games. Like They're very like back. On the back wall. Um, it's, it's super fun, and I highly recommend you check it out if you're into Peggle. And they have these really
3: cool Beholder pins.
0: Look. Yes, they do. They're selling pins. So you have a, when you play the demo, you have a chance of winning a we have one, drop? For one for you. and for you. Um, and then I gave them to him already oh shit Um, sorry and when um, you have a chance at winning a loot drop and they have like a little plinko thing inside the booth which is super cool and so if you win like Like prices right? like RNG yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. cool anyway uh, Britt do you have another asset you would like to show
3: yeah. Or would you like to continue drawing in MS Paint?
1: I mean, I can always do that. We always
3: want to watch Britt draw in MS Paint.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I play the game called Best Friend Forever. Oh my goodness, this is the dog game. I'm going to get real wait, fancy. Dog a slideshow. Shout out but to you Jason. don't date the
3: dogs. Wait, wait, Ideally. Oh yeah, look at that. Oh,
1: <laughs> <pretty> <laughs> We're on switch on it's up Okay, so. This is um, a dating sim where you date, you don't date the dogs, you date the owners of the dogs. And so you play as the character you see right here in the, well, she was right there. Goodbye. You can be a male, a female, or gender neutral, and you move (gasps) to try to get a new fresh start in life. And the dog is really cute. And so, one of the first things you do is you sign up for this social media app called Woofer. I really want this to be a real thing. No, I know we were talking about this. This would this is a really good idea, actually. So you ask, you answer questions, you fill in your info, and then it match makes you with people. How do you feel about being mugged? That's one of the questions.
3: <laughs> wow,
1: this is this is weird. Pickles and peanut butter, get out of here. What's happening what on this game? And so you, it's kind of like your typical dating sim, but the thing here is yes is you have a dog, and you go and adopt a doggie, and you have to train it. So you have 15 weeks to make the best doggo you can possibly make. And you do that by, I think actually I have um, a picture of, here we go. So if you look here, you can see that on the left side, the dog has these traits, manners, social that ability. Dog has no manners. Same <laughs> Trust, smarts, fitness, and energy. And then on the top right, you see week zero out of 15. And so you take your week and you plan out activities for your dog. So it can be taking your dog to daycare. It can be feeding your dog, doing a little bit of nothing. And what it's going to do is slowly fill up those bars. And then your dog will essentially like level up. And then I think, you can't fail this game. I asked, I specifically asked, can the dog die in this game? And they're like, no. So I'm like, Perfe- Thank perfect, goodness. Sigh of relief from everybody. <laughs> yeah, so you go through the first week um, and how it plays out is just like, you did this, you did that, your dog leveled up in this way, cool. And then what I didn't get to see, but what would happen next is then you actually get to go on dates with the characters and maybe bang them if you're lucky. But uh, that's a black. <laughs> the important stuff. But no, it, it looks really, it looked really cute. It looked like, you know, a typical dating sim. It's something I would love to see Simer do a stream of.
2: <sighs>
3: Bat Dad Return. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but no, it was cute. Like I said, typical dating thing, but you do have a dog this time around. And it's a Shiba named Cheese Sheba Shiba Inu. you know, whatever. I only know yellow labs, but same as cheese ball. And she's really, really cute. And then like, you'll be having conversations with characters and her little avatars in the bottom, right. And then you have this little list in the top right corner. It's like cheese ball did this. Cheese ball did that. Cheese ball farted cheese ball, whatever. And then sometimes she'll have like a little emote over her head and you click it, it'll increase her stats. And it's really cute. Uh, So cute. It's really cute. So going from a super cute
0: game Uh to a kind Uh of terrifying game, but also super fun. Uh, Steimer and I went to the PlayStation booth and played Predator oh, was Hunting like, play it was scary. and I was like oh yes I mean Predators sort of scary in a laughable way but like you know scary still <laughs> um, so this is from Illphonic, um, part of the team behind uh, Friday the 13th so if you guys have played that then you should be semi-familiar with the asymmetrical gameplay is what they call it and um, we started out, I was
3: playing Predator, and Steimer was playing on the fire team. I didn't realize she was playing Predator, and I didn't know she was the one who killed me until <laughs> I looked over at her screen and was like, wow. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I, she actually didn't, I was one of the last people she killed, but um, it was, yeah, it was actually really nice because we've played Friday the 13th before, especially on like a Lights Out and stuff like that. And... You do kind of feel, like, <laughs> herp da derp, derp derp like, as a counselor. You're just, like, derp, 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 You're just, I like, burping along doing like, nothing, right? Bumping <laughs> along, like, with a really bad expression on your face, and then... No, that was the
2: best, because like, you would always was look at the like, just like
3: <laughs> All the counselors, yeah, they the so funny. The counselors had the best, worst animation I've ever seen. Um, here, it's not that way. You're all covered with a helmet, but...
0: Yeah, so as the fire team, you're like a tactical uh, military unit, and so they have FPS gameplay in, which feels, the gunplay feels really good in the game. I was talking to somebody, and they're like, oh, I don't know, it looked kind of janky, and I was like, it did not play janky it didn't at feel all. It did feel janky. It felt really good. Obviously, the game's not coming out until 2020, and the team's like, we're still doing some work on it, but it felt super smooth. What I really loved about playing, because uh, I did both... What I love, yes, please. Oh, this is the greatest predator please drawing the predator. I've ever seen. Do you know how to do the predator mouth? She's, I have a picture. She's got right a picture. Here. She's got a Amazing. reference. Brittany's predator is going to be great. Um, so well, I'll just talk okay. about the fire team first, and then I'll talk about the predator. Is that it? Feels nice to have objectives. So there's yes. four people on the fire team, and then they give you points and directives. So like for example, you have to go and like interrupt this satellite communication, and then on that path you'll run into enemy NPCs that are other human soldiers that you have Don't to let take out. Either. And so like you feel like you're doing this objective um, on this like military FPS like in the jungle. Yes. Not all like it Not really just was. kind of distracts you <gasps> from the fact that like there's a
3: predator out there like hunting you. Until you see like a weird outline. That or you hear
0: of... like the weird like predator like clicking noises that it makes with his mouth. Oh, is that what that was? Oh, that's yeah. it's still. Teen... Jared, Jared Petty come up here. how me up. Jared, make the noise. Jesus It's Christ. like a clicker. Ew. Gross. Yes, exactly. Good job, Jared. Um, so you'll hear that and if the predator makes a kill, you'll like hear a roar across the map. What's it sound like? Can
3: you demonstrate?
0: No, because I I'm
3: screaming. Oh, that's the, I don't like... think that's it at all. I didn't actually hear it. <laughs>
0: Holy that was shit. Thank that you, was, Jared. Uh, wow. Uh, it was not that loud. <laughs> but, um, so it, I really like that it didn't feel like you were... <laughs> what? What's happening? The predator oh, mouth. Oh, Look oh, at oh the I'm mouth. checking Look in on mouth. Brits Microsoft Paint. Oh my gosh, she's trying to do the blades at the mouth. This fucker this needs braces, dude. What the hell? Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, alien species, man. So it really forces you to work together because
0: as the counselors, you could lone wolf it and like, be like... Or you I, could, interact, I, you could like friend. ruin each other's time. But... Exactly. Well, they've... they've thankfully fixed that like a little while after launch but so i was really happy that it felt like it was meaningful gameplay if you were playing on the fire team side um and when i asked like how many guns were in the game there were like lots so there was four classes we won't go into the specifics here um, because we're just kind of pressed for time but the predator gameplay you guys was so much fun i enjoyed playing as jason from time to time but he was Yes, you're the best, Brittany. This is great. Keep going. She's you, gotta do the, you gotta do the, the hair. I'm getting there. This She's is getting to the hair. Um, because when you were playing as Jason, I was always really frustrated by how slow he felt. Once you finally a found boy. a counselor, you know, like it could be really fun. And, the, and the, obviously, the death animations were super cool and satisfying. But I just felt like he was just kind of clunky to play with. The Predator, though, is awesome. Yeah, you, you like get to-
3: ripped out my spine. It was really unfortunate.
0: <laughs> it's true. I ripped out- clean out of her body. Um, we didn't get to see much of the death animations, but obviously they're going to be adding a bunch of those into the game and a bunch of cost- or, uh, cosmetics through from throughout the Predator universe. But you get to jump into trees and jumping feels super powerful. You get to jump super far. You run really fast. You can cloak. You have a couple different weapons that you can use. This just looks like an You old can heal yourself, predator. which is great.
3: It's the old man predator. No, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have his hair. I'm kidding. He's going to the old folks. So. But
0: I, I'm going to stop there because we, we have a couple more games to talk about. And we want to bring we actually want to bring Jared up in just a second. Um, but I'm pumped to play more. It looks good. Again, it's in the PlayStation booth. If you're going to be here for another day of PAX, you guys can go check it out. But if you liked that gameplay, it's okay. It's, it's a really oh yes, she's making this the hair is, now. Brittany's very good. Um, this is oh, okay. Keep going, Britt, I believe in you. If you liked the gameplay of Friday the 13th, like the, that kind of asymmetrical gameplay, I would highly recommend checking it out. I think mm. it looks great, and I'm excited to see what it's going to look like when it's finished. Yeah,
3: so. it was really fun. Yeah, except being killed, that wasn't fun. Yeah, no, obviously. Yeah, but
0: um, okay, let's bring Jared Petty up. Woo, Jared! Come on, everybody, give a big round of applause for our friend Jared Petty. Former host of Red Dead Radio, <laughs> former host of Kind of Funny Games Daily, former host of the Kind of Funny Games Cast,
4: former wow. this, that, and the other. Former Thank you all Lincolnus. for having me. It's fun to be here. It's it's a good day to be present on a panel with my absolute favorite long form video games podcast. Yay! What's how
2: drunk are you, Greg?
4: Y'all do it better than anybody. Where's the liquor? Uh, yeah. You what? need
0: some more? Here oh, I don't care. know. just
4: something. Something delicious sounds good. So, Jared. Good. Yes, um,
0: You have a lot of experience playing and critiquing video games. And you're here, and you played some games. Did you just take the rest of it?
2: Oh, no. Huh? Yes. Yes, Okay, did. Jared. Who you get the send? rest because you're a special I'm going to send this
0: guy after we're, you. We're good. I'm good. She's okay. Okay. Well,
1: there's there's like a, nothing left. There's more.
0: like a splash. Okay. <laughs> okay, there's a splash left. There's literally like a drop. Yeah, okay, it's a trinkle. Okay. Jared. What did you play on the show oh, floor? Oh, I played a lot
4: of things today. I, I, I really had a lot of fun. Uh, this PAX is full of really inventive stuff. Something I did not expect to like as much as I did was something called Boomerang, uh, okay. Boomerang Foo.
0: Boomerang Foo. Did anybody boomerang in the foo. room did play Boomerang that? Foo?
4: Anybody play Boomerang Foo? No? Go up to the no. sixth floor and play Boomerang Foo. It is an instantly <laughs> comprehensible six-player top-down melee, where you're playing as anthropomorphic fruit and food. Like a little watermelon guy, a little sushi person. Do they have eyes? Hat? Oh, yeah. They're very cute. Okay. And you're in a bunch of <laughs> variable arenas, throwing boomerangs at one another and slicing each other in half.
3: So it's like Fruit Ninja, but top-down and... And, and co-op yeah,
4: and and it's No, it's a, it's a competi- kind of couch-competitive. Competitive, matches take, like, 60 seconds and then you score up your, your kills and then move into the next match. The Every map is very different. has really neat dynamics. It's super well thought out because if you get killed quickly, you're right back in it in a few seconds. Is and it
0: kind of like Gangby's? In that sense, or no? It's kind of like... I mean, obviously, not, without the ragdoll physics.
4: I don't know why I've never played anything quite like it, but I haven't. It, it's But that's
0: it's, great. That's what's awesome about packs is you get to see these really innovative games that you've never heard of.
4: Yeah, it's one-hit kills. It's so fast, but it does a lot to like, people that are behind. There are, there are drops that you get that, that change the nature of the gameplay very quickly, and you carry them over for a level. People get ahead, and it's like, everyone killed this person. Seriously, we're really incentivizing it. And it, it's so sort, of sort of a kind of a delightful blue shell effect going on. Uh, it's coming out next year. Somebody standing around it told me that the developers, one of the former StarCraft II guys. I don't know if that's true or not. Huh. Uh, hmm. I could just I be made up.
0: StarCraft two sounds like a really complicated game compared to this.
4: Yes, but I would rather play this one. I think honestly, I, I really I don't blame
0: you. StarCraft is hard. Oh, I,
4: I like StarCraft, but I fell in love with this. I'm talking so much. Please forgive me. But yeah, Bo- go up to boomerang six foo. Boomerang foo. Yeah, go up to six F-O-O? and play it. F-U
0: F-U uh, Well, well F-U. then Okay, Jared, that's enough You can go back to the No, just <laughs> right. Okay, what else did you play?
4: Let's see, I played that I got a chance to play Playdate Which is that neat little yellow thing With a crank on the side of it Have y'all played with this?
0: Yeah, yeah, we got some people that played it Cool yeah.
4: So Playdate is a dedicated piece of hardware By a software company Oh, that wait, is- this yeah. is the
0: thing I totally talk shit about On Kind of Funny Games Daily Yeah Right? <laughs> what is this? This is
4: have this you was, played with it?
0: No, of course not. That's it, what he said. Shit about. No. It's re- <laughs> ridiculously fun. No. no, no. So this is the thing. that I remember they announced it, no. and we we talked about it. Let me see if I can find a I video to so Google I can it play it date? So it's like um, it's a little piece of hardware. Imagine like a tiny baby etch a sketch. Yeah. With a. Uh, literal hand crank on oh, the side yeah, of it. Oh yeah, this weird little yellow oh, thing and I that it, like, thing cool. in the palm of your hand and it's super small and the whole concept was they were working with devs to make games just for this platform mm-hmm. and they were going to be really kind of short experiences and that they were going to like curate games and That's you were like right. but and you would why get a new though? game like every week or something. Yep. And I was like this is way too expensive for this tiny little thing. This thing is never going to be supported past the opening months. And I was like was like st- I had like my hyper skeptical Andrea hat on, which you guys have obviously seen both on our show and on on KFGD. Yep. But Jared, sell sell me on it. I want somebody sure. to sell, sell us me on it. a
4: play. All right, I'll sell you on it. First off, it is a bokeh product. That's just a fact. Oh but yeah, we called a, it like the hipster console. Right? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hipsterify it. It feels like it feels hoi polloi in your hands. It does not wait, feel wait wait wait, wait wait. feels what? Hoi polloi. Pro- hoi polloi. Proletarian.
0: Oh it's
4: yeah. Yeah, of the people, hoi polloi of the common people. Okay, But you feel it has the build quality, Today is exceptional, it is made of plastic, but it's got heft to it, and it feels very sturdy, especially that crank, which feels like it wouldn't be. Also, the D-pad feels good, although I didn't get to test the D-pad on games. The games themselves, the screen has So it
0: feels good, but you don't know if it works. Yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> the cool. crank works. Just so it's checking.
3: a great paperweight at the very least. Yeah,
4: I've, no, I did play a game expensive. on it, but it was a it's crank. it's
3: expensive. It's like $200. It's a,
4: I think $160. That's, uh, it comes with 12 games. It is absolutely a boutique product. It is... It, but... It's also delightful. The screen is lovely. The game that I played was very inventive. It's about cranking time forward and backward.
1: Okay, so yeah, what's the point of that? I thought it was a fishing game at first.
4: Well, the crank is there first to just be like, hey, devs, make crank games for us. Okay. Uh, That's why they have it. They're like, hey, some games will use the crank, some won't. The game I played, you run it forward, and this little guy, who's a little robot who's trying to date another little robot, will go through an obstacle course trying to reach her. And then... When he runs with an obstacle, you back time up and you use that to solve puzzles to so get like to your date. It's like weird braid, huh?
0: So it's What's like that? weird braid. Yeah, weird braid,
4: but really well done. Okay, I like that a lot. Um, they're going to drop probably, I think, a dozen games on it. They said, and a there's dozen, never a, yeah,
0: a dozen whopping games. A dozen right. whopping for games for 160 bucks. You get a dozen games. Who's excited? Don't don't answer. Don't answer that. No, I don't know. It's I mean, Rhetorical. I'll, it's rhetorical.
4: That's like, what, 12 bucks a game, right? Maybe I this should game? try to,
0: I don't know if I'll have time, I don't know if I'll have time to go find it, probably not, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to believe,
4: Jared. I don't, think this is, I don't think they're setting out to set the world on fire, they, don't, they didn't have any false ambition I saw for creating a, a revolutionary new marketplace, they're just like, hey, let's build hardware and then see if that inspires, unique hardware that inspires people to make a new kind of game.
0: Well, that I can respect. Absolutely. Yeah. So I liked it a lot. Innovation right? is good. Did you guys like it? Yeah. Oh, sh- you oh, got the little really card like? there. Wow. Oh, hey. like, you want to like hold like, that synodic. up kind of van a have like, it like the audience? Theory. Perfect. It? Perfect. So in case you guys are confused about what we're talking about, it looks like that. And yeah. it's that, Exactly that size, right? That's like the real life size thing. So it fits in like your, you could just put it, your put it in your pocket.
3: I already got things in my pocket.
4: Oh, oh! <laughs> yeah, I like it. I, I think I think people that purchase it, they're they're going to be very transparent about what they're selling. They're not trying to fool anybody. Um, I like it a lot. Power oh no, I'm not
0: insinuating that they're devious in any way.
4: Oh, yeah. They're I didn't, pouring I didn't Their, think
0: their
3: mustaches back
0: up. They're like we <laughs> tricked them all into buying our little crank. <laughs> they don't think it's a Game
3: Boy.
4: I wish my mustache would grow that way so I could do that, right? You know, just like. <laughs> but it's no what problem. do you mean
3: grow that way? I think you like just out make to it.
4: where you can like like. Well, no, mustaches don't grow the same way. Like you
3: gotta like wax it.
4: But even if I wax it, my mustache won't grow out. It only grows down.
3: Mm. Wow. If it grows down, can't you make mustache it go up? Problem.
4: No, every beard, every beard and mustache grows differently. And so you can only do so much with it.
3: <laughs> okay. It's like hair. Think about how differently it. hair grows, right? It all grows... Well, that's not
4: true.
2: When oh are we going to open up for Q&A? <laughs>
1: um, hold on. Okay. Jared,
0: yeah. one, one more game.
4: Okay, I played I Oh, one more. Oh, my goodness. <gasps> Just
0: no, one. Pick one, one.
4: more. Okay, so I can't talk about Samurai Gun 2, the most incredible four-player game ever in the whole wide universe, and you totally need to check this game out. And I certainly couldn't talk about other things like Windjammers 2 that Gary Witta is totally lying about. He sucks at it, and I crushed him. Um, that sounds which right.
3: Which game? You said that really fast. Uh, what's that? I said which game you said Windjammer that really fast. Two. Windjammers.
4: Jammers, two. Windjammers, Windjammers 2. Windjammers 2, which Gary Witta is From very bad e-book. at. Uh, but I'm going to talk one more. I'd say, "Untitled Goose Game."
1: Yeah. yeah! Oh, yeah! This game looks so fun. I love that they kept the title "Untitled Goose Game." I mean, just roll with it, man. Have so, you all played it? So, no. no. My understanding is that you were a goose who lives to just slightly inconvenience everyone's life.
4: Oh yeah, you're. A, so, how many? Do y'all ever live near geese, like Canada yeah. geese? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking they, assholes. They,
0: they are I me. Mean. They really are, and, and their poop is just everywhere. Oh, dude, Yeah. It's very bad. Yeah.
4: Their poop is everywhere. I, I, there is not a poop button in this game. There isn't a honk <laughs> button. There's not a poop button?
0: Not that I it's found. an opportunity. <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> but
4: you do, you, do uh, you honk at people. First off, just having a honk button is delightful. It's like the hug button in A Boy in His Blob. Mm. Like, it's the opposite of in A Boy in His Blob, you're like this lovely, lovely child. You're like, hello, Blob. Oh, hug. And there's just a button for that. This is the opposite, like, asshole button. It's like be a completely horrible goose. And then
0: you're the Sniber's game. Yes.
4: Yeah, and your your life is just built around tormenting people. They're they're yes. they're nominally puzzles, but it's like they give you objectives, but really there's just people around. You hiss at them, mm-hmm. you honk to get them to go to different places, and then you like steal their lunch and throw it in a pond.
3: Yes. This is all I want okay. in life.
4: It's a great game. Huh. I really like it, so I, I think recommend. They have a
0: release date for it now, right? They don't know. That? I thought they did.
1: Yeah, September, September twenty. Yeah. 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 Everybody knows. Week,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so soon.
1: Well, Jared Petty, thank you so much. Everybody, give him a round of thank applause. You for having
0: me. Thank you for joining us. We love you. Um, Okay, so as you guys can probably see We've got some prizes up here And if you've been to our panels before We like to um, give stuff away So we are going to Open up the floor to Q&A If you guys have questions We've got microphones on both sides of the room Because we're live streaming So we need you to talk into the mics So if you have stuff you can head over there While people are doing that I'm going to talk quickly I think about
3: one more game We didn't talk about our gooeyginess
0: you didn't, but we could maybe hold Gooigi for next week. Okay. We could talk about disintegration. I have an asset it for that.
3: Excellent.
0: You have an
1: ass-it?
0: So this is a, a new game. I have notes on my phone here. Um, this is a, actually a new studio called um, V1 Interactive. It's under Private Division, which is, of course, under Take 2 as well. Um, so... V1 Interactive is... Um, the thing they're kind of touting about Disintegration is that it's from well one of the original creators of Halo. And this game, I went in completely blind. Had no idea what I was going to play. Um, I had just heard that it was like going to
1: be a combat game, and
0: I was like, cool. And you
1: write this cool levitating thing?
0: Yes. So, you are um, this pilot of this grav cycle, which is the name of the ship. You can see here. And so you're kind of like a... Not really like a cyborg, but like kind of humanoid. They weren't talking really about any lore or story stuff because this is the first time they've really publicly shown the game, uh, at least in the United States. They, I think they showed it at Gamescom. Um, and they, you have crew members. So I, I wonder if they're actually going to show any gameplay in this trailer. This might just be like an announcement. There's gameplay trailer. toward the end. Towards the end? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're in this cool little ship. And then we played PvP 5v5 and everybody has their own ship and you pick your ship based off of a crew system which kind of works like a class system. And there's different types of crews. So some of the crews that they have are the Kingsguard, Sideshow, Neon Dreams, Warhead. They all have a different flair and a different visual aesthetic to them. So for example, um, the Sideshow kind of have this like clown look to them um where they're like wearing like the noses and like have the makeup and then their thing things they're a trapper class so they specialize their special abilities like sticky grenades and then um lost ronin is more of like an assassin class or excuse me more of like a a jack of all trades like soldier 76 ish type class the one that i really liked was tech noir which was like the sniper healer class which is super cool. So it's like first-person shooter gameplay where you've got your gun in your right hand, and you've got your special ability in your left hand. When you're in your grab cycle, you've got these ground troops that follow you around. Um, it's super fun. The the mode I played is a little bit more complicated to explain, so we'll probably kick it to the show next week when we have more time. But if You guys have a chance to play this game. It was so much fun. Way more fun than I thought I was going to have playing uh, a PvP game at PAX. And I was really blown away by how cool it looks. So, can't wait to play more.
1: Yay, girl. Yeah. (laughs) All right.
0: So, let's start with you. (laughs) You're first. Please say your name and then ask your question.
2: Hello. Hello. Uh, Yeah, my name is Jonathan. So, I know there's a lot of info out there. Um... you know, just showing that, like, women, you know, females make up around, like, half of, like, the gaming like, population. Um, but you as, like, prominent, intelligent women in the video game industry, like, how do, you, how do you actually feel about, like, working in the industry? Like, how have things changed throughout the years, just for, for all of you?
0: Well, I think what we do here at What's Good Games was always focusing on our professional experience in the video game field. We never wanted to brand ourselves as like a girl gamer podcast because we wanted to focus on like our years of experience. But I think every woman who works in, uh, in games or who plays games. Knows that we're out there, but we were never really welcomed into the gaming community until pretty recently. And still, even today, there's lots of spaces of the gaming community that we're not welcome in and we don't feel safe in. And I think that's changing. And like when I remember when I grew up, there was no like posters of, You know, young girls playing games. All of the marketing material was like dad and son, dad and son. Or if there were women, they were going down on a microphone. Yeah, and so I think Uh now we're seeing a lot of that change and we're seeing gaming open up not just to, you know, people of all genders, but people of all abilities, people of all, all races and backgrounds, and saying like... Gaming isn't just for this one siloed group, gaming is for everybody, and I I really hope that we can kind of take back the idea of what a gamer is and let people feel comfortable identifying as a gamer. I think specifically for women, we don't identify as gamers a lot of time because it never felt like a safe place for us to be, and I hope that changes in the future.
1: Yeah. And for me, I know when I first started in the industry in 2009, I remember Twitter was like this new thing that everyone was getting on. Whoa. And I signed on and within, and I'm not being, I'm not what's the word, exaggerating here, but within you know a couple of weeks of me joining, I had offers from all sorts of websites. Like, Hey, you should wait for us. you should like big name websites just because I had a vagina and they're like, we need you. Come join us. And nowadays I feel like it's not that way anymore, which tells me that progress has been made because it's you know, it's not so much like flies on shit anymore, which is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? Okay. Well, you know, because it was like, you hop in, and like, oh, my God, girl, let's get in this. And, I mean, not literally. Anyway. <laughs> this but is no. not a thats what she said moment. No, 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 no. No, so it, it feels like it's gotten more competitive. And I feel like now when I go to these events, like, while I think we still get the you actually play games question, they don't happen as frequently. And I, even though social media can be the worst thing ever, it can also be the best thing ever because it has spread awareness
0: progress please uh, come up and Let's grab a prize oh. uh, just a little sampling we've got some video games, video games. we've got some other cool stuff That was oh, a bag um, and if anybody really wants it I've got this weird do you guys remember when Hitman came out and they had sent those weird like video headsets out to people I'm like what do I do what with this that? thing now you apparently you give it you away like, on a panel you plug it into your computer and you can put videos on it and then watch them in your cool <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, like porn yeah, I mean, well, well I mean, I, listen, I guess if you want it,
0: you can put whatever you want on it. We no will judge not judge it. you. You do what you want over here.
4: Hello, oh, hi there, uh, Jason from St. Louis. Uh, question: If, like, eighteen months or so from now, if GameStop were to go out of business because of their debt being due, do you think the gaming industry spending could stagnate or possibly drop because? Midwest, for example, wouldn't have access to downloadable games or fewer physical games or people, shoppers like myself, wouldn't be able to trade in games to get the credit to spend what I do on games currently?
0: It's a really tough question to answer. Um, Obviously, I spent a lot of years working with GameStop as a company and I didn't have a lot of access to people on that side of the business. But I think that Even if GameStop was to go under, I don't think that they would go away completely, especially if you look at... Toys R Us, I think, is a nice comparison. Like they did file for bankruptcy and go away, but now they're coming. They're going to come back as a brand. I had said like it would be cool if Toys R Us and GameStop could be under like one roof and like be like a combo brand to say like, hey, we're going to do a toys business and a games business all together instead of them trying to all do both. Because now GameStop is trying to do a toys business within a game business, and Toys R Us was trying to do a games business within a toys business, and it feels like, hey, hey maybe we should join get together here. and talk a little bit. <laughs> um, I understand, and we talked about this uh, on one of the shows recently, how difficult it is to get games in the Midwest. I talk about my experience being from Fargo, North Dakota, and how you know GameStop was like the de facto place to go and get games. Because we didn't have a mom and pop shop because the city just wasn't big enough to support that kind of business. I don't think that it's going to fundamentally change the way that people buy games because we are like ever marching towards this digital future and I think things like Stadia that are coming down the line and things like what Xbox is doing with xCloud are really going to radically change how people buy games. So I think even if GameStop as a brand goes away or files for bankruptcy like one, two, three years from now, which I I really hope they don't do because I personally know people that work for GameStop and I don't want to see any of them lose their jobs. I know lots of people actually. But I think we'll, we as a gaming industry will still be
1: okay. Yes. There's so lot of places, places there, also to
3: continue nice. buying your games, even retail. Target yeah. exists so a lot yes, of those places.
1: Because yes. like the desire and the need mm-hmm. to buy games that's isn't going to go away, right? Gonna so someone's going to have to swoop in thing. and innovate. Hello. Oh, I guess you're, I guess we're done I'll <laughs> right, oh, Please thanks. come up and grab a thing. <laughs> Sorry. Hello.
4: Hello. Hi, I'm Tony. I have a quick Just Destiny 2 question for Andrea. <laughs> Did you and the What's Good Guardians win that Destiny pin? in Gambit
2: or uh, in Elimination at their booth?
0: We did not organize going to their booth, which I feel like is a miss on our part. But, like, um, so no. Sorry, um, we didn't.
4: I think you guys would win it.
0: Thank Um, you. I think we would, too. Yeah, let's go, Guardians. Let's go.
4: But my real question uh, is, I attended the Outer Worlds panel that you moderated yesterday. Oh,
0: thanks for coming. Of course.
4: And my question about the Outer Worlds, I got a very... Mass Effect vibe when they were talking about taking two companions out yes. on, um, a, on a mission and where they said that you could spec out your companions to be overpowered. If you've played it, do you get that feeling while you're playing or am I off track with the Mass Effect Fireteam comparison?
0: I don't think it feels like Mass Effect from a combat perspective because in Mass Effect you really have to give your teammates directions or the AI kind of just like wanders around. Like you really are involved with what your AI companions are doing in Mass Effect. I didn't feel that way when I played The Outer Worlds. I kind of like they kind of did their own thing.
3: Yeah, yeah. combat wise it, it doesn't feel like yeah. that. It feels more like a Fallout. Um, but uh, in terms of just like setting, sure, it's in space. Face. <laughs> yeah, um, and the and the companions are very like they'll chat with each other and they'll have a little bit of rapport there, which is really nice. So it does feel a little bioary in that sense.
0: But there's no romancing your companions or anybody in the game. They there is in your head. Yeah, they talk. Like <laughs> you can romance whoever you want in your head. Um, <laughs> pro tip for to you. <laughs> pro tip. Um, we were going to talk about that on the panel yesterday, and we just didn't get to it, about why the studio made that choice for this particular game. Um, but, yeah, you won't be able to romance your companions. Thank you. No problem. Please come up and grab a prize.
2: Hello.
1: My name's Nicole. I also attended Outer Worlds yesterday. It was amazing. Yay. I wanted to ask you, Andrea, but now I get to ask all three of you, is there any chance that any of you will make exclusive appearances in video games in the future? Man, I wish <laughs> if they would ask us. So do we. <laughs> Are you
0: out there, video game developer? Do you need a trio of ladies to star in your next game? Or do you need some sound Contact effects? at whatskitgames.com. <laughs> No, we would we would love to, um, but we don't. I, I don't know. No, we're one not that. Cool yet. No one's yet. asked us yet. don't yeah, know. No. So hopefully someday, maybe.
3: Yeah. Please come up, grab a I band. think actually the closest that's come is in Mass Effect Three. And these, there is a very suspicious picture of one of the missing people that looks kind of. No, like but
1: you know? I remember this because yeah. I played that game before you had, and I texted you a picture. And you are like, Is face? this you?
3: And you're like, Don't show me anything. And,
1: and I was like, This I is don't a know. lady. Yeah, by this the way. Time her, her face is definitely a missing person. Because cool. they always send us smalls and stuff because
2: so. they are good to us.
0: Okay, over here.
2: Hello. Oh, uh, look,
1: it's Chloe. Hi,
2: thank you. Um, you guys oh. threw such a wonderful party. You had so much oh, fun. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, this question is kind of a debate that I've seen online that I just want to see what you would chip into it. Do you think that Super Mario is aware that he has a limited amount of lives? (laughs) Because, like, you know, there's mushrooms and, like, obviously he wants them. Like, maybe they're just rare. But I think that, like, he honestly knows how many lives he has left. I
3: don't think he does. I think he's high on drugs. And I think he's just hopping around... Living it's life. a mushroom he has kingdom. No idea. I don't think he's really thinking about life.
1: No, I like to think Mario is living in his own little life, world. That he just only him. He's probably in some like dark corner, tripping on some fucking drugs, right? <laughs> and he doesn't even understand what's going on. Because if he knew how many lives he had, why would he continually put himself in peril? You know what I mean? It's true. But, but yeah, I mean, he keeps running after a Peach all the
2: time,
3: well, and she yeah, clearly I mean, has been like Peach's Peach. Mm-hmm, is peach. I'm She's like, mediocre on it. I, remember, oh. I was like, it's fine, whatever. I was gonna say something about the end of Odyssey, but what's your opinion?
2: <laughs> So I think he does, Bucket. and I think he is only, like, a hero because he knows that, like, he's kind of immortal. And then, like, once he's at zero, he's like, maybe maybe we don't go in again.
1: But he keeps going, though.
2: I don't. <laughs> 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 but I, I think you did convince me, and, and, and maybe I'm on your team now. I think hallucinogenics makes more sense. I think the mushrooms, right? Mushrooms. He's living his best
3: life somewhere in a dark
0: corner. <laughs> Come grab your prize. Also, I do want to give a shout out and thank you to our friends at Gun and Ilphonics. They sent me this really cool pack that is Friday the 13th on Switch, the soundtrack, and a Switch
3: case.
0: So, if you like Jason. Oh, and they also sent me this autographed cool art. So, anyway, we got cool stuff. Um, hello.
2: Hello. hello. Um, going back to the Outer Worlds. We haven't had any like hands-on demos compared to a lot of other games
4: coming out in the near future. Why do you think that is? I'm
0: so glad you asked that. When Private Division asked me to be involved with the Outer Worlds panel, it was the first thing I asked them about why they didn't have a hands-on at PAX West. I was like, this is like your big chance to showcase the game. They said, here's the thing. The team from Obsidian Entertainment was like, this is a big RPG. How do we show people like a tiny little slice? of a fallout styled rpg on a show floor at PAX where they only have like 15 minutes to play. Everybody in here who's played an rpg knows if you only got 15 minutes to play, you don't know what the game is, you don't know how to play it, you don't know what the systems are. Yeah, you're
3: spending the 15 minutes bumbling around and then you're like okay, exactly.
0: So-, <laughs> so they were like we people who are excited about this game or, or have seen the gameplay from this game Know the kind of game it's going to be, and it just there was no way for them to build like a little demo to put onto a booth at PAX to give people a really accurate gameplay representation of what it would feel like. Right, you wouldn't even get to know your companions in fifteen to twenty minutes. Right, you'd be stuck in the menus, like where do I equip this gear? What does this thing do? Because it's got like a whole perk system and RPG trees and. I think it's just way too much to do in like a tiny
3: little demo. Yeah, and that's and even why you if, couldn't play it. Even if they had built a vertical slice that would work, that's time taking away from Damn. them actually Damn. Like, Damn. trying to finish the game, which is coming out very soon. But we all have had hands-on with it. Yeah, hours of experience. Why is it bubbling? Is that oh, normal? Because,
1: yeah, yes, it's, <laughs> yes, champagne. It it's champagne.
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> sparkling wine, but yeah. yes. Um, so hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, it does. Thank Please you. Please come grab a prize. Hello.
3: Oh. Hello.
2: Hi. Um, my name is Nathan. Um, so, just real quick backstory: When Fire Emblem came out, I was really like, excited because I haven't played like a game for a long period of time, and without switching between things. And then August kind of happened, and now like there's so many things that are coming out like right yep. in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you guys kind of balance? Time between like different games, especially if you have a lot of different interests and different genres and things you're looking forward to. We
3: cry. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We don't.
0: Pretty much. much. Yeah. There are there are certain times where we'll split on games where one or two of us will play a specific game and then one or two of us will play the other game. Um, Like for example, I knew when the uh, when Nintendo reached out to us to say, "Hey, you know, we are we'd like to provide you with a copy of Fire Emblem Three Houses." I was like, "This is not an Andrea Renee game." Stimer, here's the code, right? Because it wouldn't Thanks, make sense friend. for all three of us to play that game. Because not only is it just not the kind of game that I play, and people listen to my commentary for, but also like there was so many other things that I needed to play and talk about to kind of round it out. I mean, at the end of the day, where it's never going to be perfect. There's just three of us, you know, and like mm-hmm. there's so many outlets. Even our friends at Kind of Funny, have like seven or eight people that they could bring on to do like a
1: correspondence type role to play games and we just don't have that so so just recently for example this week Simon and I were going to shoot the show on Tuesday because of PAX and then last minute I was like I have control I have Man and Medan you're working on Catherine like let's see if we can postpone it by one day so we can get more time with these games so yeah it is a lot of it's hard, especially when embargoes are up, when our show is up, because you want to try to hit those, because, like, you know that's not the end of the road. There's so many more are coming. Yep. It's depending.
3: like real-life persona. <laughs> yeah, exactly! <laughs> that's
1: that's good. Time, like time that. management.
0: All right, come on up. Right, thank you. Over here.
1: Hi, ladies. Thank Hi. Thank you for all you do, first.
0: Oh, thank you for coming. To, thank you for being here. Um,
1: so my question is, of all the games you've seen at PAX, what is your most anticipated companion
3: creature? And what game oh, is it? Oh. In? Oh. ooh. Companion creature. Yes. Mm. Oh. I don't know.
0: I don't know either. <laughs> companion, creature. companion creature. I'm trying to think of the games that have companions mm. with creatures in them that we've played
3: at PAX specifically. I don't know that uh, anything I've played has a companion creature.
1: Yeah, it. I'm trying to. Um, or companion. We can just open it up. Okay. Okay, obviously, like, best friend forever, my dog, Cheeseball. I mean, Cheeseball looks pretty cute. is pretty great. I could say the dead lady who followed me around in Infliction. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Weird choice. Is that choice? a companion or okay. an antagonist?
0: <laughs> um Yeah, I didn't play any games with companions. I mean, I, I mean we haven't, we didn't play it
3: now, but I mean, I guess you could... be Predator. <laughs> There's no also not a companion. Oh, yeah, the only um, game that we were, t- we we were talking about... We need to adjust your definition of that word. Yeah, um, was was the Outer
0: Worlds with the companions. The Outer Worlds. But, yeah. Um, we, even the stuff that we've played, though, we didn't really get to know those companions.
3: No, I'm sorry, I'm so we am excited bad to like, question. know them. Okay. They but you can cool. still come get a prize. Do-do-do.
4: Hi, um, my name's Arian. I don't know if this is cool, but can I ask Jared a question? Oh,
3: yeah, I mean, sure. You got to run awesome. up here because we got As like, long
0: what? as it's not Stadia related cuz Jared is not allowed to answer any questions about Google or Stadia. No, it's
4: not. No worries. <laughs> um, Excellent. So I just finished Octopath Traveler a couple days ago. And oh. I, I didn't know about it at all or anything, but I think it was like last year when you were on Kind of Funny. You like sold the crap out of that game. Jeez. Like you could sell me a freaking paperclip, I think. Like you're good, honestly. But I was just wondering. Jared's just, pretty great. Yeah, yeah. You are sweet. Thank you. <laughs> I was just wondering. Um, I finished it two days ago, and like it was literally in the back of my mind. I'm just like, why did Jared think of it? Because I never heard your final thoughts. Of Octopath? Yeah, so, Jared, oh, yeah. really before you answer.
0: Thing. Yeah. We've got to wrap the panel in like one minute because we're done pretty much, so make it brief.
4: Okay, my answer
2: great wow awesome. that's super! That's great. thumbs
0: up um, no, everybody in line you. please come up and grab a prize uh, we will be outside right after here to answer your guys' questions I'm sorry we didn't get to you in the actual panel but we've definitely got prizes for you all so come on up and get something and to everybody watching on Twitch thank you so much for tuning in and we have so many more games to talk about on the show next week we didn't get to Garden Story we didn't talk about The Witcher 3 on Switch mm. we've got all kinds of stuff so please uh, tune into the episode of the podcast um the following week but thank you guys so much for coming out to our panel here at PAX we love you guys and we'll see you next time